You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, this is Paul Lazarus. In the 1980s, I produced and hosted a radio series called Anything Goes, a celebration of the American musical theater. Now the Broadway Podcast Network is bringing back these shows. This is the conclusion of a three-part series taking a listen to the extraordinary work of the late, great Ethel Merman. This program originally aired in 1984 and covered Merman's entire Broadway career, from her debut in the Gershwin's Girl Crazy to her final show, Hello, Dolly. You're listening to Anything Goes. I'm Paul Lazarus with a tribute to the late, great Ethel Merman, probably your most famous production was Gypsy, of course, by Julie Stein, Stephen Sondheim, and Arthur Lawrence. And I'm very pleased to bring you a very rare tape of Ethel Merman rehearsing a very early draft of the song, Have an Egg Roll, Mr. Goldstone. Uh, it's just Ethel and piano accompaniment. And of course, this is an earlier version of Stephen Sondheim's lyric. Have an egg roll, Mr. Goldstone. Have a napkin, have a chopstick, have a chair. Have a spare rib, Mr. Goldstone. Any spare rib that I can spare, I'd be glad to share. Have a dish, have a fork, have a fish, have a pork. Put your feet up, feel at home. Have a smoke, have a coke. Would you like to hear a joke? I'll have June recite a poem. Have a lychee, Mr. Goldstone. Tell me any little thing that I can do. Ginger peachy, Mr. Goldstone. Have a kumquat, have two. Everybody give a cheer. Santa Claus is sitting here, Mr. Goldstone. I love you. For Mr. Goldstone, Smith and Dale and Nathan Hale rolled into one. Buy a beer for Mr. Goldstone. He's a man among men, and better again, he's fun. He's a yuck, he's a wit, he's a sock, he's a hit, he's a sellout in advance. He's a hoot, he's a boot, he's a custom fitted suit with an extra pair of Little lamb, 
My birthday is here at last Little lamb, little lamb A birthday goes by so fast Little bear, little bear You sit on my right, right Sondheim spoke about his experience working with Ethel Merman on Gypsy. When we wrote Gypsy, none of us had any idea that Ethel could act as well as she could. And so when we came to the end of the first act, an author had written this very stirring speech for her when her daughter has run away. It obviously had to be topped with a song, but I had to work on the assumption that Ethel couldn't act, because I had no idea that she could. I'd only seen her play her traditional roles. So I, very pleased with myself, I thought rather cleverly, wrote her a blow Gabriel blow kind of song, which was designed for the other two people on stage to act, the other daughter and uh, the man, could act in horror while she sang this very up tune. And I thought, well, that'll be effective, and that protects us from the fact that she can't act. Well, of course, it turned out that other women could act perfectly marvelously, and she invested that song with so much more feeling. If I knew now what I, I, I if I'd known then what I know now, I don't think I would have written everything that's coming up roses. I would have written something more difficult. By that 
for example, Rose's turn was written after we were in rehearsal. By then, I knew how terrific she was, and that one could challenge her with, you know, a very dramatic song. Each of them leaves you. 
all your life and what does it get you? Thanks a lot, out with the garbage. They take vows and you're back to zero. I had a dream. I dreamed it for you, June. It wasn't for me, hurry. And if it wasn't for me, then where would you be, Miss Gypsy Rosie? Well, someone tell me, when is it my turn? Don't I get a dream for myself? Start now, it's gonna be my turn. Gangway world, get off of my runway. Start now, I got a thousand this time, boys. I'm taking the vows. This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of The New Equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com. You are listening to Anything Goes, featuring the late, great Ethel Merman. Funny thing happened uh, in Gypsy. We went on the road, as I told you, for nine months. I think it was Cleveland we were playing a matinee. And uh, Betty Bruce was uh, one of the one of the gals, one of the strippers in the dressing room scene that got to have a gimmick. And then the dame blew the trumpet through her legs and everything backwards at the audience and everything. And... <laughs> Poor Betty, may her soul rest in peace. She was a wonderful gal. I have to preface my story by saying that she didn't wear waterproof mascara. I tell that for a reason. We're out there, we're doing the Wednesday matinee. I think it was Cleveland, it doesn't make any difference. And in the second row, there's three little ladies sitting there with the little hats with the flowers on, you know. And they have their programs up like this. They wouldn't look at us. It was too much for them. Covered their whole face, wouldn't even look at it. So I started, Betty started to go, and she was laughing so that black tears from the <laughs> mascara, the whole thing was running down here. It was so funny. Gypsy was uh, two years and then nine months on the road. That's where, when, after I was, I was almost finished with the Gypsy tour, that's when I was approached to do Hello, Dolly. And uh, I didn't want to go into another show. I mean, two years and nine months is, uh, is a lot of work, you know. And then nine months traveling, living out of suitcases and so forth and so on. So I turned down Dolly. And then in 1970, David Merrick approached me 
and asked me would I do three months of Dolly. So I said, okay. So I did three months, and then at the end of three months, he twisted my arm, and he said, look, if you play it another six months, at that time, he said, we will be the longest-running musical on Broadway. So I played it till a few days before Christmas, 1970. So I always say, I didn't open Dolly, but I closed Dolly. Jerry Herman gave me uh, two new songs for Hello, Dolly, which he had written uh, for me if I had done it originally. Yeah, but no Dolly before me ever sang those songs. Look in my window and, uh, and uh, uh, world take me back. Tomorrow. 
towards the end of her career as Dolly, a show that was originally written for her by Sherry Herman. You've been listening to a tribute to late Ethel Merman here on Anything Goes. We'll end with Ethel Merman's last New York appearance at Carnegie Hall on May 10th, of 1982, singing one of her most classic numbers. What else is there to say but... We have time today to feature three additional Merman Rare recordings. These were provided to me by Stephen Cole, who has helped me in every way with this three-part tribute to Ethel Merman. What's with me acting like a schoolgirl in a heavy the souffle why begin the begin I'm old enough to flash red light but I'm young enough to flash green I'm no plaster saint who thinks it's just
just a waste to taste that apple. But one thing that I ain't is saving myself for that old Philadelphia scrapple. Holding hands gives me young ideas, leaves me walking on air. I'm old enough to know better, but I'm young enough to not care. I should be resigned to stay at home a sitting with my knitting. But I've changed my mind. I'm hellbent for leather, the horse and the weather permitting. Don't I know this is only kids out, a delusion and snare. I know about it, just a giddy galoot about a dove, lay it on MacDuff, I'm old enough to know better, but I guess I'm young enough to still fall in and nowhere always trying to go where I shouldn't go just a moment ago I was through with illusions what to do with illusions I wouldn't know I only know Without any warning, the night is as bright as a gay May morning. Now in no time at all, I am something to someone, and the world has become one big Am I happy? Did you ask me? I'd say no. That is not till just a moment ago. As a gay May morning Now in no time at all I am something to someone And the world has become 
Ethel Merman belting out Old Enough to Know Better just a moment ago, which was interpolated into Happy Hunting, and That's the Kind of Dame I Am, a song written by Julie Stein and George Weiss to promote Merman's first autobiography. (laughs) 
You've been listening to the conclusion of a look at the Broadway shows of the late, great Ethel Merman. Associate producer Jeff London. Anything Goes Backstage with Broadway's Best is produced and hosted by Paul Lazarus. For more information, visit anythinggoespl.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.